Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. And today I am gonna share with you five tips for how to help your little one become a strong rhymer. So rhyming is a really important skill for our preschoolers to master. It is a phonological awareness skill and it is also an oral language building skill. And phonological awareness and oral language are two of the most important factors for future reading success. So if you want your little one to be a strong reader in kindergarten and first grade and second grade, then one of the skills you wanna work on now while they're young is rhyming. So phonological awareness, if you haven't heard that term before, it just means to be able to hear and manipulate the sounds of spoken words. So it's all done orally. And that's why rhyming is one of those skills. Rhyming is something that's done orally. I have another video about phonological awareness that I will link down below in case you're interested in learning more. Now, rhyming is a really interesting skill because even though it's important for our little ones to be able to hear and produce rhymes, rhyming doesn't necessarily lead right to reading. There are a lot of phonological awareness skills that are important for reading. Rhyming is one of them, but it's not the most important. So if your little one is really struggling with rhyming, that is okay. I have had students before who couldn't rhyme very well, but they could already blend and read CVC words and they were becoming strong readers and strong decoders, but they still struggled with that rhyming piece. So if it's not coming naturally or easily to your little one, don't worry about that. We're just gonna keep working on it and hopefully these five tips will help. Um, But like I said, it's not the most important factor for future reading success. Okay, all right, let's get started. Tip number one when it comes to rhyming is actually a tip for you as the parent or the teacher. It's really important that you know how rhyme develops in little ones so that you are kind of understanding how they are gonna progress along this continuum. So most of the time when we think about rhymes, people think about producing rhyme. We ask a little one, what rhymes with cat? And then they would say bat. And that is what we think of as rhyming. But rhyming actually has a lot of steps before we get to that last step, which is called rhyme production. So let's back up before we even get there. We just wanna start by exposing our little ones to rhymes. So that means reading a lot of rhyming books, singing songs, nursery rhymes, saying silly sentences that have rhymes in them. So just exposing them to the language of rhyme so they can start hearing that rhythmic language. So I grabbed a couple of books that we love that are rhyming books that I'm sure you know as well, but some of our favorites to read over and over again, of course, Little Blue Truck, always a favorite with preschoolers everywhere. This one is called 10 Black Dots, one of our favorites. Not only does it rhyme, but it also is a counting book and it's also very creative. It leads to that creative thinking. So we love that one. We have Polar Bear, Polar Bear, What Do You Hear? 
which is, of course, just like Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? So we love to read those, both of those books. And this one is Oh My, Oh My, Oh Dinosaur. So we love this one as well. Lots of silly rhymes in here. So when you read books like this over and over again, your little one starts hearing those rhymes. That's the first step. They're starting to hear and be exposed to those rhymes. So then after that, when you're reading these books and they have them memorized, what you can do is you can stop before you finish the sentence and you can have them fill in the blank. So what I mean is, let's say for example, Little Blue Truck. If you know this book, you know that all of the Little Blue Truck books start the exact same. They start, horn went beep, engine purred, friendliest sounds you ever heard. So if you stop and give your little one a chance to fill in the rhyming word with in books and songs where they know all of the words, that's really great because that helps them start hearing that rhyme and then feeling confident because they added in that rhyming word themselves. So go through your books, see which ones are favorites that they have memorized that are rhyming words. And next time you read it, just pause and let them fill in the blank. You can do that with songs too, which is really fun. So then for rhyme recognition, that is our next step. And in rhyme recognition, you are gonna be giving them two words and you are gonna be asking them if they rhyme or if they don't rhyme. So that could look like this. Hmm, I wonder if these two words rhyme. Cat, bat. They could give you a thumbs up if they rhyme and then they could give you a thumbs down if they don't rhyme. So we're not asking them to produce their own rhyming word yet. We're just asking them to start hearing and recognizing if those two words rhyme or not. After that, if they're pretty good with two words and they can tell you if they rhyme or don't rhyme, try three words, have two of the words rhyme and one of the words not rhyme and see if they can pick out that odd man out. So you could say, hmm, which word doesn't belong in this group of words? Cat, sat, ball. And they would have to figure out that ball doesn't rhyme because it doesn't have the same ending sound. So that is a really tough skill because you're having them use their critical thinking skills to pick out the word that doesn't rhyme. And then of course, once they can do all of those other skills, then they get to that rhyme production finally, where we ask them a word, give me a word that rhymes with sit. And maybe they would say mitt or kit or zit, or maybe it would be a nonsense word, as long as it has that same sound at the end. So I think the first tip is just really important for you as the parent or teacher to understand how rhyme develops. So if your little one can't do a rhyme production activity yet, maybe back it up and see if they can just see if two words rhyme or not. And if they can't do that, maybe back it up even more and just practice more with rhyming books, rhyming songs, and getting them more comfortable hearing the rhymes. Tip number two for rhyming is to point out rhymes all day long. So if you are out and about with your little one and you see a word and you can think of a rhyming word, you can point it out to them like, oh, we're driving to the store. Store rhymes with more. Or if you're reading books, point out the rhyming words that you see in the books or songs on the radio, you can point out rhyming words. We also love to read nursery rhymes. So we have a book of Mother Goose nursery rhymes that we love. I also created a printable pack of nursery rhymes. It goes along with seven popular nursery rhymes and it has activities for each one. So I will link that down below if you're interested. So we like to play games with nursery rhymes, anything to make it so that we're seeing and hearing those rhymes all day long, just to help them feel more comfortable is awesome. 
My third tip for helping your little one learn how to rhyme is actually one of my favorite tips because it involves a song. So we know that preschoolers love singing and they actually learn so much from songs. When we can put concepts to songs, they just remember them better. So this is the rhyming song that we sing and it goes with any two rhyming words. So you can pick any two rhyming words and you can sing this song with them. So let's say for example, I was reading a book with my little one and we came across the words mat and sat. I would sing the rhyming song that goes like this. Mat, sat, these words rhyme. Mat, sat, these words rhyme. Mat, sat, these words rhyme. They sound the same at the end. That's it, <laughs> pretty easy. You can sing it with any two rhyming words. And so I would do that and point those words out all day long and then I would add in that song because it's just so catchy and then they can start putting in their own two words as well. That song can get a little long, so you can do an abbreviated version if you don't wanna do the whole song. So let's say you saw the words cat and sat. You could just say, cat, sat, these words rhyme. They sound the same at the end. You don't have to sing the whole long version. You could sing the shorter one. But if you sing that when you are recognizing rhyming words and your little one will start singing that song, then you're gonna hear them sing it on their own, which is really fun. And if you're in a classroom, this is the perfect class activity to do during a circle time or a small group time to have them start singing that song together so they can start recognizing that those words rhyme. And I especially love that song just because it draws attention to the fact that the words sound the same at the end because that's what a rhyming word is. Two words that sound the same at the end of the word. My fourth tip when helping your little one learn how to rhyme is to make it multi-sensory. So one of the reasons that rhyming can be really tricky is because it's all done orally. So yes, you could absolutely bring in pictures to this. So you could show a picture of a cat and a picture of a mat and talk about how those rhyme, but those are just pictures of the objects. Hearing the rhyme is still all done orally. And so that can be a little tricky. When you make it multi-sensory, you are giving your little one something to hold on to, something to touch to make it more physical, and then that is gonna help them remember it. So the way I like to do this is to break up words into their onset and rhyme. And what I mean by that is if you take a word such as cat, the onset is the initial consonant sound, so the k, and the rhyme is spelled R-I-M-E. Rhyme is the vowel and everything that comes after, so it would be at. So to break up the word cat into onset and rhyme, I'm gonna take my arm out, I'm gonna take my other hand, and I'm going to say the onset on my shoulder and the rhyme going down my arm. K, at, then I'm gonna blend it, cat. So I have just broken up that word into its onset and rhyme. Remember that's R-I-M-E. And so I do this to show little ones that if the rhyme, down my arm, the R-I-M-E rhyme, is the same in two words, then that means those two words rhyme, R-H-Y-M-E. So for example, if we were to do cat and mat, we would say k-at, cat, m-at, mat. So those are our two words. So let's see if when I go down my arm, it's the exact same sound. At, mm, at. It is. Both times I said at, going down my arm. 
That means those two words rhyme. So then you could also break up two words that don't rhyme and show how they are not rhyming words. So let's say you did cat, k, at, and let's say you did dog, d, og. So you would talk about k, at, d, og, at, og. Those don't sound the same. They're not the same. So those two words don't rhyme. So I like breaking it up in this way. Like I said, it makes it physical so that they have something to touch and also shows them that the rhyme, the R-I-M-E, that's the part that we want to sound the same in words. And that means that those words rhyme. Now, when you first start doing this, your little one might totally be like, hmm, at, ah, yep, those rhyme. <laughs> so it just takes practice and modeling over and over and over again. So it's not something that they're going to pick up maybe in a day or two days or a week. It might take months, but I promise you that they will get it with practice and consistency. And the fifth tip I have for you for rhyming is only for those little ones who are ready to look at the letters in words to see how they rhyme. So if your little one already knows their letters and their sounds, maybe they're starting to decode CVC words, they're starting to blend sounds together to read words, then you could actually introduce letters to show them how words rhyme. If your little one is not ready for that yet, I would not do this step because you don't want to confuse them with the letters and the sounds. Rhyming is tricky enough as it is. So this is only for little ones who are ready, but if they are ready, then you can work with them on spelling rhyming words and show them how they have the same sound at the end. So you could start by asking them to spell a word for you. So if you said, let's spell the word cat, what sounds do we hear? K, a, t. Let's spell those sounds. K, a, t, cat. So we have our word. And then you would do another rhyming word. So let's say, for example, mat. What's the word? Mat. What sounds do we hear? M, a, t. What letters spell those sounds? M, a, t, mat. So then once they're written, what you can do is point out that they have the same sounds, the same letters at the end. So you could break it up again into onset rhyme to show them. Oh, I have k, at, m, at. Those are rhyming words. They sound the same at the end. And then you can start introducing word families. So all of the words that end with at are part of the at word family. So you could write more ats and you can brainstorm with them. Hmm, what consonant sound can I put at the beginning to make a rhyming word? So Maybe they come up with b, at, bat, and maybe they come up with p, at, pat. So then you're just pointing out, oh, they have all of these words have the same letters. They sound the same at the end. They're rhyming words. So that's for little ones who are ready to start spelling and start decoding and blending CVC words, and you can start introducing word families to them. And here's a bonus tip for you, preschool parents and teachers. Rhyming words don't have to be spelled the same way in order to rhyme. So I know I just gave you the example of the at word family where they're all spelled with the letters A-T, at. But with rhyming words, they don't have to be spelled the same. So for example, fox rhymes with socks, even though they don't have the same letters at the end. 
or hi, like you're waving hi, rhymes with hi, H-I-G-H, also rhymes with thigh, B-Y-E, lots of words that end with the I sound, they rhyme, even if they're not spelled the same. So don't get caught up in spelling. Don't get caught up in, in the letters in the words. That's why rhyming is really great to be done orally because it's just about how the words sound. It is not about how they're spelled. So there you have it. Those are my five tips for you to help your little one become a strong rhymer. Let's quickly review them. The first one is for you as a parent or preschool teacher to understand the rhyme development continuum so you know the steps your little one is taking to become a strong rhymer. The second tip is to point out rhymes all day long in books you read, in songs you sing, nursery rhymes. I like to say silly sentences to my kids like, you ready, Freddy? Or what's up, buttercup? Anything to bring in more rhyming. The third one is to sing the song that I sang for you earlier. So if you see two words that rhyme, sing that song so that they start getting familiar with it. The fourth one is to use your arm to break up rhyme into onset and rhyme and make rhyming more physical for them. And then the fifth one is, if they're ready, to start introducing the letters of word families and show them how rhyming words can have those same letters at the end if they're in the same word family. So I hope those tips were helpful. If you have any questions, please let me know. I would love to support you and your preschooler on their journey to being a strong rhymer and eventually becoming a strong reader. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!